Hello everyone, I am your host, Ahad Hassan, and welcome to Season 4 of Titan Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their experiences at Cal State Fullerton. For this week's episode, we have Fiorella Sassarini, who is a training specialist and office supervisor for MedData. She graduated in 2015 with a bachelor's in cell and developmental biology with a minor in psychology. Listen as we talk about what she does in her current job and why she chose to take on a minor along with her major. You can catch these episodes live at 11 a.m. on Tuesdays at titanradio.org, or you can watch all past episodes on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash CSUF alumni. All right, thank you so much, Fiorella, for joining us on the podcast today. Of course, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about what you majored in, which was uh, cell and developmental biology, and you took yes. a minor in psychology. So... So yes. let's just begin there at Cal State Fullerton. Um, it, it did take a little bit longer than other people or like what's the norm. So yeah. yeah, just tell me why you chose that major and what came about with it. So, so many different reasons. Um, I started as a sociology major, not really. So I applied as a biochemistry major. <laughs> and then prior to orientation, I switched to sociology and then from there, once I, you know, kind of got into some sociology classes, I switched over to biology. So it was, um, it was kind of different. So I am a first generation, like student. Um, so it was kind of hard navigating, you know, what I thought might be best for me. And then obviously the pressures of being someone who's first generation is, you know, the expectation, like my mom was basically, you're either a doctor or you're a lawyer. <laughs> so, um, so that's why I was like, well, I do like biology. Um, that was um, one of my favorite teachers in high school. She's my biology teacher. So I was thinking, you know, maybe then I'll try that out because I do find it interesting. Um, so I just kind of went that route with my bio major. Um, and then there's classes, I guess, in general, just for cell and developmental, just were interesting. I've always was kind of into the whole person. So that's where my minor in psych came in. Um, actually only had four more classes had I wanted to stay <laughs> to get a double major. So uh, almost because again, I was there so long. Um, I did take a lot of those courses, but that was the route I was thinking was that I'd have to be a doctor. Um, and that's where the bio degree came in. Um, but I did take more than 15 units a semester sometimes. <laughs> um, I took 18 that one semester where they let you take 18. So I did take a lot of units, but again, I'm for me, at least my best subject was English. It was never the sciences. So that's kind of what made me um, stay a little bit longer. I did have to retake uh, some of the chemistry courses because OCHEM is difficult. <laughs> um, and I was also working three jobs uh, to pay for things for schooling. And so I just didn't really feel like I had the time to work as hard in my classes as I should have, which made me kind of delay um, you know, my graduation a bit. So that's where that kind of came about um, in general with the, with the, long, the length of time. Um, but I did take a lot of units, that's why I almost have two majors. So I almost have two degrees in six years and that's how kind of how that happened. <laughs> so yeah, like you mentioned that a lot of first generation students or even like students from immigrant parents, they kind of expect you to uh, major mm -hmm. in, like, to become a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. Mm -hmm. That's kind of just like the expectation from them. So you're kind of put into that pressure, especially like, you know, 17 year old coming out of high school, going into college, not really yeah. knowing like what to do. And then you're kind of just like faced with that at home. So you did work uh, three different jobs to pay for schooling and 
Yeah, sometimes. I mean, like, it's a great thing that Cal State Fullerton is more affordable than many other universities, and but you still have to pay for it. You know, it still costs money to to go there. So where did you work while you were on campus? At school, like I said, a lot of different jobs. Um, mainly, I had the I luck. I was very fortunate, and I was able to get financial aid all four years to pay for the school. But I didn't want to take out loans to pay for the housing. Um, and so that's where I was working to pay off, just for housing and food and you know basic necessities outside of schooling. Um, but I worked at um, Target was my first job ever when I was 16, and so I did do that. Um, like a year or so after the fact while I was in college and then I moved into uh, I was a behavioral technician for a while as well so I worked with children with autism or um, you know with down syndrome that was really rewarding that was uh, like a really fun job to do and I also worked at um, Cal State Fullerton as a a Titan Choices intern and that was one of the best jobs ever also I really did enjoy being able to work um, you know on campus with the school and then I also was a quality control microbiology assistant. So that's where I kind of at least got some experience, um, you know, doing something in biology. I, I noticed that for like bio students, it is important to get those experiences, like uh, maybe in research or even just like working at mm-hmm. uh, other places while in college. Uh, you mentioned that you were um, living near university or you're paying for housing. So were you living on campus or were you living uh, at an apartment off campus? Uh, apartment off campus, actually right across the street at the Netwood Apartments. Um, that's what it was called. And um, I was there pretty much the whole time. So that was kind of nice. I was able to, you know, instead of paying for parking and then, you know, the parking is always crazy on campus. Um, I was able to walk uh, to school every day and back. So that was really nice. Um, it allowed me like more time to be more involved on, you know, on campus in general. So that was really nice. And that kind of came with you working on campus as well, because like, for me, I also work on campus, so you kind of oh, yeah. get those like a little bit of flexibility when it comes to like finals and your classes and uh, just overall, they do care a lot for you. So you minored in psychology and uh, do you think it helped you with like your future jobs and your future careers? Because you did mention that you were working with um, as a behavioral interventionist. So you were working with mm-hmm. uh, children with uh, some disabilities. So did that play like a big role in wanting to do that? Uh, yeah, kind of. I just always was interested in, in health in general. So even though, you know, I didn't end up becoming a doctor because that was not, I found out after volunteering at a hospital, something I wanted to do, uh, it got too easy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was like, no, nope, can't do that. Uh, but definitely I think it was, it played a role there because it was, you know, interesting. And, um, I did even in elementary school, we had, um, you know, the children with disabilities on campus, like they were separate, but they had, you know, we would volunteer kind of and go assist with them. So I always had, you know, compassion for their situation and empathy. And, you know, I feel bad, you know, that they, they obviously can't help their situation. So it was kind of nice to kind of go from the ground and up, you know, when they're young and help them with those behavioral difficulties, you know, because they don't know that, you know, what they're doing is incorrect necessarily, like in a social sense. Um, and they just, you know, they have such good hearts. And it was really like nice to be able to kind of see that in the system in that way. So so let's get into like what you do currently. Uh, since you graduated, you basically worked at like one place, right? MedData? Yes. But yes. it was like a lot of different tiers. So uh, tell me yes. what it was like starting out there and how you led to what you're currently doing as an office supervisor. Yeah, so I've been there um, just a little over five years now. Um, I started as a patient advocate. Um, Again, helping people was always a passion. And I did like healthcare still, even though, again, like I said, the doctor route wasn't for me. 
Um, so I kind of just fell into the patient advocate role and I really did enjoy it, uh, helping out patients directly. It's a, again, very rewarding. Uh, basically our company, what it does is it works with hospitals to assist patients who need medical benefits. So a lot of people don't really know how to navigate the system when it comes to getting healthcare, um, you know, at least in terms of coverage. And it is really complicated. Um, and there's a lot of things people don't know about. So this role, uh, you know, as a patient advocate, they trained us in knowing how to navigate the system and be able to assist patients for free on the clients on the hospital's behalf, um, you know, to get that coverage to pay for their hospital insurance. So that's one less thing they had to worry about. Um, so I did that role for about, two-ish years uh, as a patient advocate. And then I was wanting to move up, um, you know, into seeing other aspects of, you know, healthcare and seeing how that works in the company. So I tried um, the billing department for a while. And while I, I was doing well at it and I, I didn't enjoy it, but it wasn't the same thing with having those connections with those people. Uh, it was very silent. You're just, you know, on the computer typing away. So I realized that wasn't really something for me. I got kind of tired. <laughs> Because there's no, you know, stimulation really, you know, you're staring at a screen all day. So then the training position opened up and actually that is kind of what I, I wanted to do. Um, I was used to being in front of people and giving presentations from the, the job at Cal State Fullerton, you know, being a Titan Choices intern, working with those students, helping them with FAFSA and things so they can go to college. Um, so it was kind of like a role that I've been in somewhat before and that I enjoyed. And um, so I did have to take an exam see that, you know, I knew the materials and then, um, yeah. And then I got, you know, interviewed and was chosen um, for that reason. And then I've been in that role for about two years. So I'm still in that role concurrently with the office supervisor role, which I've been doing for about a year or so. And um, that came about because of, you know, with, with COVID there was a lot of furloughs and things like that. So we had to consolidate some positions. Um, so I kind of got into that role that way. So I've been trying to supervise the admin team now so uh you know which is new for me cool position so what kind of like major would lead into this type of work um would it be better fit for like a bio major or something focused more on psychology um i think maybe focused more on psychology um either way i think the main thing with like the training role specifically at least for that it would be the research experience or capabilities um because so as a trainer, I'm in charge of making sure all the regulations that come out with Medi-Cal, with county programs, with federal programs, anything like that, get updated. I have to make sure I, you know, then update our materials to give to everybody um, at the same time and that they have up-to-date knowledge. So really knowing how to do research to when someone has a question uh, about something that maybe we don't see every day is, is super important. I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, sometimes don't realize like, oh yeah, I could just search that up or where to go to search for that information. So uh, psychology is helpful in that way because you do have to do research. Um, education even would be a good way to get into this field as well as a degree, uh, just focusing on that because again, they're used to doing, you know, teaching and uh, researching and putting together plans. Um, if you create PowerPoint presentations and things like that. So I think that would be more geared towards the training specialist um, aspect of it office supervisor, I think could be really anybody <laughs> just kind of, but the psychology does help, you know, as well. Yeah, because like a lot of things, like when you see uh, people majoring in bio or specifically um, in developmental like biology, then you expect them to go into maybe becoming a doctor and then 
that's like the only path that you kind of see that oh they're gonna apply yes. for med school that's gonna they're gonna focus on that afterwards but it seems like there's a lot of different career paths that you can do especially like yeah. like in this case you had a minor but it seems that even if you didn't have a minor you would still be able to get in a different role just with that degree yeah, definitely. A lot of the times they, it's more, once you get into a company, especially because I think the hardest thing when you're looking for work, once you graduate, is just getting in. Right. And then once you're in, I think you're able to prove yourself and you know, that you're a capable person and the fact that you have a degree in general, regardless of what it is, um, those skills that you bring from college, you know, time management, especially because that's a major one, um, communication skills, and all of that really kind of combined with, you know, how are you a hard worker will allow you to, I mean, that's how I, I personally feel that I was able to move up. Like my degree doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what I'm, what I'm doing directly, but indirectly I have all those skills, which allowed me, you know, to move up in the company. So I think that's really. All right. Now we're <laughs> back with Fiorella and then we're going to start asking her the quick fire questions to get her opinions on some of these topics to start off with coffee versus tea. Coffee. <laughs> coffee. What's your favorite type of coffee? That, it depends. Well, my favorite place to go for coffee is Contra Coffee in uh, the Orange Circle. I actually went this morning. Um, they have the Foxy Cleopatra, which is a Thai tea with a shot of espresso in it. And it's very delicious. I recommend. It's a pretty good, that's a pretty good answer. You have pretty unique coffee choices. Oh, I, I thought it was like Americana or like an espresso. But like, no, these are like very niche yeah is it specific <laughs> all right um so are you an early bird or a night owl night owl i have yeah. never been able to wake up early in the morning even though i've done it my whole life you know for school and everything um i struggle every morning still to get up at 7 30 <laughs> to get to work <laughs> i i wish i wasn't like that i feel like i kind of wake up like around like 10 o'clock I and mean, i'm like okay i'm kind of adjusted to <laughs> to the day so it's early enough. That's early enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So do you prefer dogs or cats? Dogs, definitely. Dogs. Do you have like a favorite breed? Um, well, so I've recently lost my dogs. So they oh. were older though. Yeah, so I just, that's, I mean, I just love them. My favorite breed, I guess, would be um, my, because he was a pit bull lab mix. So I just like, he was the sweetest thing um so i would think i would go with that that mixture is my favorite breed <laughs> i see pretty, are you a cat person at all or no um yeah i like i like cats okay. too um i just feel like dogs are more friendly and warm and you know and cats can be like kind of like bipolar <laughs> so yeah. when they're friendly warm i like them and then sometimes it's like mm. <laughs> that's a good way to put it <laughs> yeah sometimes they're like tripolar i would say like they're, yeah they're, right they have like their multiple personalities it's like Sure. they have their phases <laughs> exactly so i like them when they're like calm and chill mm -hmm. but then you know if you're like attacking me i really don't want to be near you so, <laughs> so do yeah. you prefer a phone call or a text message mm, if it's gonna go on then more than just one question i want to have a phone call i'm oh. not i hate having long text conversations i'm like just call me it's gonna i mm -hmm. i don't want to be on my phone for three hours <laughs> <laughs> so waffles or pancakes waffles do you eat it with butter or butter um, and syrup right yeah i don't like too much again i'm not super sweet person so i would put mm -hmm. like a little syrup for flavor but yeah i do a little bit of butter but it can i can go with that <laughs> i had a friend who i just asked about this and then they said um what's it called peanut butter 
And I was just oh. like, yeah, that, that, I ended up blocking them because of this, but. Uh. You're like, no, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when I heard yeah, that, yeah. I was just like, that's not normal. Like, that's not right. I've never heard that before. Yeah, no, that's weird. I mean, I would do like, if it was toast, you know, you do like jelly and butter, but yeah, I would yeah, never that's put like fine. peanut butter on it. Like that's, yeah, no. That's yeah, that's weird. just, that was weird. Um, so do you prefer iOS or Android? Android. Definitely. Oh, okay. I've never owned I've never owned an Apple product to this day. I, okay. I refuse. <laughs> what what Android do you have? Do you prefer like the Galaxy line or the... Yeah, I have the Galaxy. Um oh, it's okay. given me issues recently, so I have a Google launcher for the home because oh, okay. it's messed up recently. But mm -hmm. other than that, I've never had any problems. I see. So you're more of like a tech type of person because like Androids are a bit more complicated. Yeah, oh, I think they're easier, honestly. I oh, feel I like so. Apple with the one button makes it more, it's not as intuitive mm -hmm. to me to use an Apple product versus an Android and you can customize things. And yeah, and also I'm really into technology. So I like to, you know, I'll figure it out <laughs> if yeah. I don't know how to do it. But um, yeah, definitely like it a lot mm -hmm. better. <laughs> There's a fact That's button. true. <laughs> with, with Android, like every other day, I'm just like finding out something new and I'm just like, I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, it's it's, and they, they keep adding cool me. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's always a fun day. <laughs> um, so do you prefer online shopping or shopping in a store? It depends what I'm shopping for. I don't like shopping for clothes online. If it's other stuff, I'll do online. I think that's exactly how I would put it. And I do put it because like, yeah, clothes, it, it just has to be like, you have to try it on before like getting exactly. it. But, but like everything else, yeah. you could just go on Amazon or walmart.com and then you'll just get it at your like door the next day. Yeah. Exactly. And it's pretty cheap, like, and compared like their prices. So I've been actually doing a lot of crafts recently. I got a Cricut. And so I'm, now I'm getting into like resin molds and like, I just like, again, I like to do a little bit of everything. So I ordered some molds <laughs> on Amazon. So now I'm making keychains. <laughs> now we're going to get into um, some advice that you can give to students getting into your field and maybe um, think about majoring in cell biology and development, cell and developmental biology. So um, the first thing is, why did you choose a minor and is it like something that you would recommend to other students to choose a minor yeah um i chose a minor because like i said i i like a little bit of everything so there wasn't just one thing that i you know found interesting on school and i feel like take advantage of your time on campus again um, learning is just a privilege so i just again i want to make sure i take up as much of that as i can um, but with psychology and bio, I think they really do go hand in hand. And that's why I chose that specific minor, um, because, you know, learning the whole person, right? You have your physical body, your biology, but that chemistry also affects your mind. So I think then, you know, that helps with any fields because you get to know how people function. <laughs> so um, I definitely recommend um, taking advantage of a minor. I don't think it it's going to play a giant role in terms of career wise, if that's, you know, something you already, you know, you want to do something in business, then focus on business. But if it just for learning purposes, um, I think it's, you know, a good thing to take advantage of. And yeah, it's just something fun. And you kind of brought up like a good point about university. It's there for you to learn. It's like a whole learning experience. So um, just finding something that you like to learn. And again, it is a privilege, right? Not everyone is able to take advantage of this uh, opportunity that we have been like, luckily blessed to have. So yes. yeah, um, taking like a minor, if it's something that you are interested in, um, that seems like good advice to just look into it. And if it helps with your learning experience, then why not, you know? Yeah, it doesn't help. You always get more skills. It doesn't hurt mm -hmm. to have more skill sets. So 
um, majoring in cell developmental biology, there are different fields in biology, right? That mm-hmm. you could like get your major in. So um, why is this one, like, can you give like a spiel or like a, can you vouch for this one in particular if someone wanted to go yeah. in biology? Yes, I, the classes were the most fun looking, honestly. <laughs> Again, I went for learning. Uh, it was also recommended for someone who did want to go into the, the medical fields. Um, so that's another reason why, but like, uh, which I wasn't able to get into, but virology was one of the classes I was trying to get into that was full, um, which was interesting. Um, I took advances in cell biology. That was a really fun class. Um, I think honestly, so kind of a weird thing, the higher you go in your you know, your degree and whatever that is, I think the easier the classes get in terms of, cause you don't have as much to memorize <laughs> of like random things that don't really matter to you. It's more specific to what you care about. So like regular 101 bio was for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm not a good memorizer. So it was a whole bunch of random things. And I'm like, this can't apply like to me in real life. So I don't really, it doesn't retain. Um, but with advances in self, for example, it was all the same processes over and over, but applied to like realistic things. And I did way better in the 400 level class than the 100 level class. So don't give up. Uh, uh, and neurobiology, that was the other thing. So I did take uh, neurobiology, which I, uh, that was the main course I was interested in, the connection between the two. And then uh, I'm curious, what was your favorite memory uh, at Cal State Fullerton? So many things. Um, one of the, yeah, I'm mean, like, I could tell you like five different things. Um, the Zizek steel trips were fun for bio when we had to go to Zizek's, you know, like that little random place that no one knows about on the way to Vegas. Uh, that was cool because of the Des- Desert uh, Study Center. Um, and then one of like my favorite things ever was being the camp counselor for Camp Titan, working with those underprivileged children. Um, you know, and being, you know, I never did camp because I wasn't allowed to when I was younger, except for sixth grade camp, you know, Hispanic parents are very strict usually. So (laughs) I wasn't able to sleep over anywhere for a long time, all these things. So when I was a camp counselor, it was kind of nice to have that experience of, you know, being in camp, but also helping others have that same experience. Uh, I wouldn't trade that. I would do that all over again, for sure. It's definitely one of my favorite things I did. I see. And then is there one thing that you would do differently at Cal State Fullerton if you were to like go back and talk to your younger self? Yeah, I I think I would have not had set such high expectations of like, you know, again, with family and everybody thinking like, this is what you need to do. I don't think I would have let them interfere so much with my, my choosing of what I wanted to do. Um, and I would have kind of geared myself towards other things that I might have wanted to pursue. Um, I think we all have this, like, it has to be this, and then I'm going to do it no matter what. So if you see that you're, you know, maybe you're struggling and it's not something you have like a crazy passion about, then maybe, you know, open yourself up to other options and, and things like that. It, it, and it doesn't have to be black and white. Um, I think a lot of people think of like school that way. Um, I would, I would just kind of tell myself, it's okay to change your mind all the time. If you need to just like kind of go with what you, what you enjoy. And, you know, if you know, it's not for you, then, you know, move on. You know, I think that's, that's kind of something. And don't overwork yourself. I think I definitely try to do too much at the, at the same time. So I, I would definitely tell myself to kind of relax a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's good to take advice, but it's also nice to like follow your heart and just kind of see where things lead. Um, just like on your own, because if you mess up, you can only blame yourself. You know, you're not like going forward and just like blaming other people for whatever happens. So, I mean, it's still like nice um to take those like you know follow what other people say and like listen to them especially if it comes to like your parents or elders or people who have some experience exactly yeah just like 
being a little bit free, being a little bit open and just like, just trying things, you know, if you mess up, oh, well, you'll fix it later. Exactly. Yeah. I think I was too rigid with that. And then, you know, I'll tell my mom, oh, well, this is the reason why I studied this. And then she's like, I didn't tell. And I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> They'll <laughs> deny it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, uh, again, I, I really like biology. I, I'm not mad. I, it was like super fun. I loved all my classes. Um, and I, I'd probably do the same thing again, but I would just kind of maybe focus more on school as opposed to just trying to do everything all at once. So if I did want to, you know, go to graduate school, so just focus on grades if you're gonna go to graduate school and if you're not then kind of focus on more your your experiences as well again because you'll need that later on mm -hmm. and then to end it off i'm just wondering what's some like general advice that you would give to students of cal state fullerton um as we kind of slowly transition back into uh, the norm after this pandemic <laughs> i know um you know for you all that are dealing with this with you know pandemic and everything like that kudos to you for you know making it through this like difficult time i know you probably feel maybe like gypped even out of some of your experiences because you don't have that same opportunity maybe that someone else you know had um, but you will right it's not your whole four years or however long it takes you to graduate to you know that this is going to be happening so just you know, take this time to really focus on school focus on your grades maybe reassess you know what it is that you have a passion about what would you like to do can you see yourself doing this potentially forever you know not necessarily you can always switch jobs but you know kind of have that in mind if will i get bored um you know salary is important but also some things aren't worth how much <laughs> the stress of what you're doing um so definitely because i've been there i thought about that and i was like no you can pay me enough to do that because it's just not something <laughs> that i would ever want to do um but yeah, just be involved as much as you can. Like I said, um, without you know giving up on your grades and your studies, but it's a good experience. You'll, you, I mean, if anything, you'll some have some kind of takeaway. Definitely have job experience, like I mentioned, any kind whatsoever. It'll definitely help you in the long run of graduation, whether it be like I said, an internship or a job that can make all the difference in regards to getting a job once you do, you know, graduate. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like planning for the future and looking ahead instead of just like currently at the moment in order to just make sure that whatever you're going to stick with is something that you're willing to stick with. So just to prevent exactly. like any future like, you know, regrets or maybe having to come back mm -hmm. to school in order to get like another degree to figure something else out. So just planning ahead for that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you do as much as you can of that. <laughs> And then on the topic of like not earning or like a salary, not um, making you do some types of work, like uh, being a doctor or yeah. something that I can never stay in school for that long. Um, med school, <laughs> residency, undergrad, that's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I was like thinking about that. I was like, if anything, I would be a PA because I'm like, mm -hmm. I could not be in school for that. And plus, they have more flexibility with like, you know, oh, maybe I got bored of doing, you know, dermatology, I'll go to the ER, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have, I have, well, that's also another reason I was thinking med school because a lot of my friends are in the medical field, like as doctors or PAs or DOs or whatever. Um, so I know their their struggle, their journey, it, it's been taking them like, you know, a long time too. And I'm like, I can't do that. And they don't pay you well in residency. And it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, I think my, my, my life, I don't want it to be all about just school, school, school 24 seven, and then missing out potentially on other experiences that I might find 
you know, just as important as, as that. So unless you have a, a crazy passion and you're willing to make those kind of sacrifices, I, which I was not, uh, <laughs> you know, then it's, it's not maybe for you. So you really have to think about that in the long run too. Mm -hmm. Even though they will pay handsomely. Oh, they'll pay you super later, well. But, but yeah, you'll just be older. Like so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, it's your youth worth it that's kind of where it comes yeah, down to <laughs> exactly now personally i couldn't do it but if if people can kudos to you um yeah, we go definitely for need it. those people yeah. yeah 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 those people are <laughs> society wouldn't be what it is without doctors and and nurses and yep. physicians and all that so and dentists yeah, too, definitely dentist hard school hard. like i don't know how people did that either but yeah, I don't know. I have a friend who's a dental hygienist, but dental school, yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's something different. <laughs> I guess if you could just skip like a couple years of your life, you know, just like blink out and then just show up as a dentist, that would be ideal. But um, yeah, I guess mm -hmm. I guess that's up to their choice. So I guess that does it for the podcast. Thank you so much, Fiorella, for joining us today. And uh, yes, if people want to reach out me. to you, uh, I want to invite you to the Titan Pro Network. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with that platform. Yeah, I think I'm already on there. I haven't logged oh, in okay. in a while, so I'll, have, I'll make sure to kind of check in if, if anyone, you mm -hmm. know, has any questions. Um, you know, we do have openings if you want to be a patient advocate to get some kind of experience, uh, you know, in the in the medical field, but on the other end. Uh, but yeah, definitely feel free to reach out to me on that. I'll, I'll become, you know, more active on there moving forward if anyone has questions or anything. Mm -hmm. And if people don't know what that is, it is basically our own LinkedIn site, uh, specifically tailored to Cal State Fullerton students, staff, and alum. And with it, you can easily reach out to them, get any advice from them. And if people do have openings for jobs and they're willing to hire some, like new Cal State Fullerton grads, they can easily go ahead and do that. And there you go. You have a job right out of college. So um, for students, I highly recommend you go on the platform because all the alumni on there are willing to have you like, just to give advice and to give any of this like experience that they have and pass it on to uh, all of us so there's no harm in doing it if you have a linkedin you can just sign up with that so it makes it extremely simple to do definitely so, take advantage of everything like i said <laughs> <laughs> exactly so again thank you so much Fiorella, for joining us today on the podcast of course thank you so much for having me again have a good one you too